Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you as well. And Senator, a mountain of evidence against the Biden crime family is really starting to mount up, but it's actually not pressure on the president or his family or Hunter Biden. It's on the Attorney General Merrick Garland. He was testifying before Congress on the latest on the impeachment inquiry. And your overall reaction I want to get because I was shocked, not really by his arrogance this time, by his, I would say, lack of just candid answers to basic questions that were asked of him. Were you shocked by his demeanor? You know, unfortunately, I wasn't. Merrick Garland, from from the day he was sworn in, has demonstrated a, a contempt uh, for Congress, a, a contempt for the American people, a, a, a smug entitlement that, that no one is allowed to question him that he doesn't have to answer any questions. Look, I have questioned Merrick Garland now many times, and he will not answer. He will not give you a straight answer to anything. And, and, and so as the evidence keeps mounting, not just of Joe Biden's personal corruption, but of Merrick Garland being personally implicated now in, in multiple felonies, he, he has not wavered at all from his attitude he, he, that seems to say, how dare you question me? He, he is he's the legal equivalent of Anthony Fauci. Fauci says, I am the science. Merrick Garland's response is essentially, I am the law. And they're both wrong. I want to play a few clips that really went viral. And they went viral because of just the shock of the lack of response and 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 like you said the arrogance of garland one of them was just a basic question talking about hey what did you know and when did you kind of know it take a listen have you had personal contact with anyone at fbi headquarters about the hunter biden investigation uh don't re- i don't i don't recollect the answer to that question but the fbi works for the justice department it's uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry you don't report. recollect you don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son? I, I don't believe that I did. I promised the Senate when I came um, before it for confirmation that I would leave Mr. Weiss in place and that I would not interfere with his investigation. Okay, did I you ever... Kept, I have kept that promise. All right. Do you believe him, Senator? Because I don't. Well... Uh, the IRS whistleblowers both testified to the House that 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 he lied when when he made that promise to the Senate, when he made that promise to me in my questioning 
Uh, we have now two career IRS employees who've gone before the House and said that he flat out lied, that he has directly interfered. And, and I got to say the question here, this is very specific. Have you had personal co contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden case? And for him to say, well, I don't remember. How, how do you not remember that? This isn't asking generally, have you talked to FBI headquarters? Of course he has. As he says in his, in his answer, the FBI works for the Justice Department. So, yes, the Attorney General has talked to FBI headquarters, but if he is recusing himself from the matter, if he is not interfering, then he would know whether or not he had had those conversations. And the fact that he doesn't remember with, with, with the entirety of the evidence is highly dubious. There is also uh, another congresswoman who asked a question of Garland uh, as he was testifying about the House Judiciary Subcommittee hearing, and I want you to hear what she had to say. It was a lengthy back and forth, but it was an important one as well. And, and I say important because it was the accusation that Merrick Garland basically is not acting on behalf uh, of the American people or on behalf of the law uh, of this, the laws of this country or, or making sure these laws are being followed but instead, he's basically working as a defense lawyer for the Biden crime family by purposely slow walking the probes into the Clintons. And this is something we haven't talked about in a while, but also into Hunter Biden, also into Joe Biden, also into the FBI's involvement in things like January the 6th. It's like he's in a personal attorney for anyone in the Democratic Party that does something that's nefarious district in my town, FBI, phone numbers all over the district, please call, call that. People are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are, and this is a big problem when people are afraid of their own government, and I'll show you some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question, you're probably not a bad person, I don't know you, but well, I'll tell you, you're in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the FISA violations of queries of millions of Americans, right? It's like KGB, but when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice, you know, playbook. First, let's have a special counsel, and then you don't have to answer any questions here. Then, let's extend slow walk investigation on Hillary Clinton, on Hunter, Everything is slow walk. We were very quick on Donald Trump, but you were very slow walk. Then, by the time, you know, that investigation ended, statute of limitation expired, and all of your agents need to be tested for amnesia. No one recalls anything. Okay, you probably should have as part of your hiring policy. So no one held accountable, which was egregious what happened, you know, in that report. When I read with them, I can't believe it happened in the United States of America. This is my frustration, I'll be honest with you. Then, it's very interesting, you know, regardless what it is, even people in Obama administration raise concerns. You know, how can President Sands be serving on, you know, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs? Do you understand that it actually can undermine the one Ukrainian effort and policy? I think these concerns were raised. The Obama administration didn't do anything about it. These people are dying right now, and Americans don't trust this president. 
to you, I want to ask you one thing. You know, as you, you know, I don't need answer because I know you're not going to, but I think you're probably a good American and you care. And a lot of these people are so afraid they cover up this stuff, I think, in your department because they're embarrassed that what we became as a country to say that what our Department of Justice became. That allows Russians to do propaganda in Chinese. It allows them to destabilize our country. That is danger to our republic. It is significant danger. And I have just one more question from you. You know, and I mean, I agree on corporate crimes and FISA stuff, even with Democrats, that we need to do a better job. One more question for you. Do you believe that, you know, you talk about rights to vote, but do you believe that only U.S. citizens should be voting in this election and doing anything to make sure that only eligible people vote in elections? Yes and yes. Okay, I would like to see that, what you do. Thank you. Neil back. I, I, I play that because I feel like this is the level of frustration and anger that so many Americans have that this Congresswoman, Mrs. Sparks, it, it displayed there. She's livid over the way that this man's doing his job, almost the point of like, how the hell can you live with yourself and how are you getting away with this? And this is where I think many Americans are at this point. Well, you're right. That's very powerful. That's Victoria Sparts. She is a congresswoman from the state of Indiana. And Victoria was born in the Soviet Union, and she grew up in the Soviet Union. And so she saw a communist dictatorship. She saw, when she's referencing the KGB, she's familiar with what the KGB would do. And, and Victoria came to America when she was 22 years old. And so she came to America seeking freedom, seeking a better life. And, and, and the outrage that she's expressing there that how can it be that the u.s department of justice is behaving like the kgb did that that is from personal experience from life experience she's seen oppression firsthand and and notice garland doesn't respond at all to any of what she said there he just sits there passively which frankly is what what I guess the KGB would do as well. Now, I guess they would actually arrest her for saying that, so it's still marginally better. But at the end of the day, the points she made are fundamentally the same. The slow walking, look, they just brought charges against Hunter Biden for buying a gun illegally when he was on crack. They've had the evidence of that for years. There's been no new evidence on that. They could have brought that years ago. What they did, though, was slow walk the investigation so that the statute of limitations now has expired on the most serious tax offenses. They've allowed that statute of limitation to expire. The statute of limitations has now expired on Joe Biden's corruption with communist China. The, the text app, uh, the text on WhatsApp that, that, that Hunter sent to the Chinese communist official saying, I'm sitting next to my father. Well, you know what? Merrick Garland has magically let the statute of limitations expire on that, and he doesn't defend himself. He doesn't dispute it. His attitude is, I don't answer to you. I don't answer to anybody. I want to tell you about our friends at Chalk. If you're a guy and you feel like you've lost a little bit of your edge, that you've lost your strength and your vitality, that now you are seeing weakness and complacency sit in. Maybe you want to be active and you just don't have that energy. Maybe you want to work out and you just don't have that energy. Well, you're not alone. Testosterone levels have dropped off a rock historically, especially here in the U.S. And thankfully, the Patriots at Chalk are helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% 
over 90 days. Now, chalk is manufactured right here in the U.S. of A. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, your focus, and your mood. Now, I've been taking the male vitality stack now for months, and I can tell you it works. So if you are sick and tired of just sitting around and maybe feeling weak or lazy or complacent, and you want to get that strength and vitality back, go right now to chalk, chalk.com. Use the promo code Ben. You're going to get 35% off any chalk subscriptions for life. Yeah, 35% off. So go to chalk, chalk.com. Boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. That's chalk, chalk.com. Promo code Ben for more than 30% off right now. Chalk, chalk.com. Senator, I also want to ask you, uh, about the way the media is covering this now. And I, and I say the way they're doing it because they're having to cover, obviously, this issue uh, with, with, with the president and with Garland, but it's like they don't know how to do it. And, and, and one of the things that was said uh, tonight on CNN, I want you to hear this, after the testimony from Garland, this was actually said on CNN, listen. Uh, were you disappointed in the attorney general's lack of answers there? Well, I think he's trying to be very cautious not to uh, say something that is incorrect. For example, you know, he's the head of the Department of Justice, the Attorney General. He sees, you know, hundreds, thousands of people. Um, you know, were some of them FBI agents? He doesn't. He made it very clear. He has had no uh, direction towards the uh, special counsel on the Biden investigation. It's completely hands off. This is Congresswoman Lofgren. She just made that up. That's not what Merrick Garland said in response. He said he didn't know. He couldn't remember it, right? Yep. He said, I don't think I have. So she's out there. And even Aaron Burnett, I give her some credit. She's like, like, come on. Like, you can't even be happy with this answering here. And she immediately goes into spin mode and says, well, I can totally kind of understand why and how. It's like, are you kidding me? Well, the, the Democrats have talking points, and every Democrat reads from the same talking points, and, and they're willing to lie. We see Corrine Jean-Pierre do that almost on a daily basis, just stand up there and brazenly lie. It's like when she stood at the White House podium and said, people aren't just walking across the border. That doesn't happen. That was a flat-out lie. I guarantee you it is happening right now. And by the way, whatever time you happen to have downloaded this podcast and played it, it's happening right now. Whether you're listening to it early in the morning, you're listening to it at lunchtime, you're listening to it as you drive home in the evening, you're listening to it at two in the morning, it's happening right now. Someone's coming across the border. When you have 7.2 million people cross in two and a half years, she's lying literally every minute of every day. And, and they do the same thing on Hunter Biden, on Joe Biden, on the evidence of corruption. They just stick to their talking points and they count on the press not to hold them accountable. There's a lot of things that were brought up with Garland, and it's outside of just the Biden crime family. One of them is 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 a contentious point that I think should be an election year issue. And I'm talking about the presidential election year. And this is the fact that you had an FBI that that had put out that infamous school board memo targeting parents and treating them like Al Qaeda, just like they are terrorists like Al Qaeda, calling them domestic terrorists. And there was a back and forth about this as well. I want people to listen to what Kevin Kylie had to say in this back and forth. Are you aware that uh, Director Ray a couple months ago in sworn testimony implicated you in a sweeping abuse of power? 
I doubt he would characterize whatever, you, uh, whatever he said in that way. Well, he testified about the school board memo that you issued uh, on October 4th of 2021, uh, in which you mobilized federal law enforcement powers against American parents. Now, of course, you didn't put it quite like that. Uh, instead, you found a pretext, which is stated right here in the first line of the memo. In recent months, there has been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. What was your basis for making that claim? I will say again, as I've testified numerous times in response to exactly the same question, that I, I um, saw numerous uh, reports in the press of violence and threats. You saw reports in the press, and so you decided to instigate a nationwide law enforcement initiative? If I may be permitted to answer the question. Please. Uh, numerous reports in the media of violence and threats of violence against school personnel of all kinds. By, by the way, can we just stop there at that lie, Senator? There were not wide-ranging mass reports uh, of, of violence against school board members. That is a lie from the Attorney General of the United States of America, Merrick Garland. That was not happening in this country when they decided to go after parents and declare that they're domestic terrorists. Can we all agree that that's a lie? Well, not only is it a lie, it's a lie that he's been caught caught on before, because when I cross-examined him in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee on exactly this topic, and I pulled up the memo that he wrote, there, that there were 20 different instances that were cited in the letter from the National Association of School Boards that was the entire predicate for his memo. That's what he based it on, is the memo that he'd gotten, and they cited 20 different instances. And, and, and I asked him, I said, of the 20, how many were violent? He said, I don't know. I said, did you examine any of them? No. Did you look into whether they were violent or not? No. One of them was Scott Smith, the father in Loudoun County whose daughter was sexually assaulted by a boy dressed as a girl in a skirt in the girl's bathroom. And Scott Smith was was wrongfully arrested by the school board because when the school board covered it up, they went after the parent instead of defending and protecting the child. And by the way, they transferred that sexual predator to another high school where he sexually assaulted another little girl. He's now a convicted sex offender because he kept on doing it. And Garland's answer to me, he admitted he had no idea which ones were violent, which ones were not. He didn't examine it. It, it He did no due diligence whatsoever. He simply said, I want to go after the parents. And so what he just repeated to the House is repeating the same lies. He has no idea what violence occurred or not. He, that was just a pretext to go after parents because... He didn't like them expressing their First Amendment rights. And then listen, he gets even more irritated that he's having to answer this question. We did, received, you, did you consult we, with the FBI director? We received a letter from the National Association of School Boards reporting. Yes, that letter contained anecdotes. It didn't contain data of an increase. Did you, yes or no, consult with the FBI director before issuing the memo? I don't believe I spoke with the FBI director, no. Why not? Why wouldn't you consult with the FBI director? Because the purpose of the memo as is very clear from the memo, is to ask the FBI to assess the situation, to hold meetings, and to determine whether Mr. this Attorney was... Mr. Attorney General, you started with a conclusion that there was an increase uh, in threats. Now, if you had bothered to consult with the FBI director, here's what he would have said. This is from his sworn testimony, that he was not aware of any such evidence. So my question to you, sir, sitting here today, is can you substantiate your claim that there was an increase? Of course, there will always be criminal, sporadic criminal activity in all quarters of society, but your claim was there was an increase. Can you substantiate that sitting here today? 
I can substantiate that by the reports in the press of violence and threats of violence and by the letters sent by representatives of thousands. That's a no. You're giving us anecdotes. I'm asking you if you had data. You also said in your memo uh, that you were committed to using the department's authority and resources to discourage these threats, identify them when they occur, and prosecute them when appropriate. Were there any such prosecutions? The emphasis should be there on when appropriate, and there were no such prosecutions, and that's good news, not bad news. There were no prosecutions, and in fact, Director Ray said there were no arrests, there were no charges. So you have no data to show us that there was any increase. You didn't even bother to consult with the FBI director, and then there were no resulting prosecutions, even though you said that they were coming. So I have to ask you now, in retrospect, was there a compelling law enforcement justification for the memo? I think you're mischaracterizing the memo, the question, the purpose of the memo. Hey, by the way, how's he mis- mischaracterizing the memo, Senator? Like He's describing it perfectly accurately. It's it's accurate. And, and I go back to how the hell does this guy keep his job if he can come to before Congress, whether it's on the House side, the Senate side, and just lie and make stuff up and then can't answer a basic question? Is it is is there ever a day where this attorney general is going to be held accountable for sitting there in this arrogant way, just straight up lying to people, even when the facts are in front of his face? Held accountable. He, he's doing exactly what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want him to do. He is covering up for Joe Biden. He's covering up for Democrats. He's weaponizing the Department of Justice. He's weaponizing the FBI. There are several things that he said there. So, so he says no, no one's been prosecuted. What he didn't acknowledge is the FBI has gone and, and interviewed multiple parents who exercise their First Amendment rights, and they've been willing to be used essentially to try to intimidate parents. I got to say, if you're a mom or dad and you go to a school board and suddenly the G-men are knocking on your door because you express your First Amendment rights, that is abuse of power. That is a chilling of First Amendment rights. I hate to break it to Merrick Garland, but moms and dads are not domestic terrorists. And by the way, he relies on, well, I trusted the representatives of the school boards, National Association of School Boards. You know what Merrick Garland doesn't say? National Association of School Boards apologized for sending the letter, said it was a mistake, and said what they said was wrong. Now, he doesn't mention that, but Merrick Garland has left this memo in place, that direction, go target parents. It is operative today. I forced a vote on the Senate floor to overturn that direction to say that the Senate does not want parents treated as domestic terrorists. Every single Senate Democrat voted no. Merrick Garland is doing precisely what the Democrats want. There is a reason that my latest book, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Has Weaponized the Legal System, opens with what happened in Loudoun County and Merrick Garland's memo to the FBI directing them to go after parents because it is a brazen example of using law enforcement as a tool to go after and go after your political enemies and, and it's a willingness to 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 disregard the rule of law and simply to exercise power. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat. 
telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Let me tell you about our friends over at Patriot Mobile. For 10 years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. The team over there have been amazing supporters of conservatives, conservative causes, and the right to life. They support our veterans and our first responders. And that's part of the reason why I want you to put your money where your values are. Patriot Mobile is a way that you can change a bill and in the bill you pay every month for your cell phone to a company that's aligned with your values and supports what you believe in. They offer you nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the woke left agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a clear message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responders, our heroes. This is why I want you to switch. They also make switching easy. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes sure that you can do it quickly. You get to keep your same cell phone number if you want to, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one. And their team will help you find the best plan to save you money. All you got to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. That's patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Or call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code VERDICT. Check them out. Make the switch. And every time you pay that bill, you're making a difference. And every time you use that cell phone, you know you're standing up for the values that you believe in. There was also another issue, Senator, that came up that I also thought was very interesting with Garland. And that was uh, a simple question. Are you looking in to who leaked the Hunter Biden probe info to the Washington Post, right? They've slow played everything else. They protect the president at all costs. And his non-answer was, to me, one of the most disgusting moments of the day. Mr. Garland, have, have you or are you investigating who leaked the information that appeared in the Washington Post on October 6, 2022, about this investigation, about the Hunter Biden investigation? You're saying there was an October 2022... Uh, October 6, 2022, Washington Post writes a story about the Hunter Biden investigation. I'm just, I wonder, have, have, have you investigated who leaked that information to the Washington Post? Uh, I don't know the answer to that question. Has it been, has it been referred to the uh, uh, Inspector General? Do you know that? 
Um, um, I don't want my answer to suggest that there is or isn't such an investigation. I know that the um, um, uh, that the um, so, uh, Inspector General sent a letter to Congress explaining uh, that there was that he had an ongoing assessment with respect to the whistleblowers' charges. I don't know if that's what you're referring to. I mean, really? You don't know? You don't know if you're investigating a leak that came from your department? Do you believe him on that? No, of, of, of course not. Now, look, he, he's a little bit covering his own rear end because he, he's saying he I, I think he doesn't care. So so do I believe that he doesn't know? I guess in some sense. But there's a reason. The answer is no. There is no investigation. And the reason the answer is no is because this Department of Justice from the beginning has used leaks aggressively. They leak information that is damaging to Donald Trump. They leak information that is damaging to Republicans, and they cover it up. Remember when when they discovered classified documents the first time in, in one of Joe Biden's homes? They discovered it before the 2022 election, and yet miraculously the Department of Justice was sealed tight as a drum. Nothing was leaked until after Election Day. When they want to, they can keep secrets. But when it hurts their political opponents, they have the press on speed dial. And so I believe the answer is no, there is no investigation because the political superiors were very happy with the leak. And they may have been the ones who leaked it in the first place. But his answer is a classic lawyer's dodge of, well, you know, I don't know if someone's investigating something, but from his perspective, there ain't nothing to investigate. Let's talk about Ray Epps for a second and remind people of of Ray Epps. You and I have talked about this on the show before. It's something that that came up obviously with with director uh, with with the director, the FBI director, also with the Attorney General Merrick Garland. But Ray Epps, out of nowhere, many people believe he was an undercover Fed. There were people even chanting at January sixth, Fed, Fed, Fed. He was the guy telling people we're going to storm the place the night before, caught on tape. He's the guy that was pushing on the barricades. He was a guy that was encouraging people to break into the Capitol on January 6th, had not been charged with anything. Now, fast forward multiple years later, and and we find out this last week that, that yes, Ray Epps has now officially been charged with a misdemeanor. Meanwhile, we're literally sending grandmothers to prison that were in and around January the 6th, rounding up people all over the country. Even just days ago, we saw another person rounded up. We put some, you know, some different people in jail for decades now for January the 6th. But Ray Epps, who clearly was a ringleader, at least on the day before January 6th and January 6th, all of a sudden gets a misdemeanor and we still can't get a straight answer from Merrick Garland. I want you to hear Representative Thomas Massey and his back and forth and then your reaction. You're signing the Constitution. I'm going to cite it. It's our constitutional duty to do oversight. Now, in that video, that was your answer to a question to me two years ago. When I said how many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol, can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there were I have any? no personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two years to find out. 
And today, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps, and yesterday you indicted him. Isn't that a wonderful coincidence? On a misdemeanor. Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video who's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's, an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. I yield the balance of my time to Chairman Jordan. May I answer the question? I'm going to ask you one now. Uh, yeah, let's, we'll let the gentleman... Yeah. Um, that, I, I, go ahead, but... The, uh, in discovery, in the cases um, that were filed with respect to January uh, 6th, um, the Justice Department prosecutors provided whatever information they had about uh, the question that you're asking. Uh, with respect to Mr. Epps, the FBI has said that he was not an employee or informant of, of the uh, FBI. Uh, Mr. Um, Epps has been charged, um, and there's a proceeding, I believe, going on today on that subject. The charge is a joke. I yield to the chairman. I love the end there. The charge is a joke. I, I yield to the chairman. He's right about that based on everything we know about Ray Epps. So who is the guy? Well, look, it's a very good question. And you see uh, the attorney general once again dodging. And, and, you know, one of the most telling moments of that exchange is, is when, the, when Merrick Garland says, well, I don't even know if there were any uh, FBI agents there. And, and, and I, think, uh, I, I, I think the point was made quite accurately that what Merrick Garland said there was almost certainly a deliberate lie. Um, Look, an earlier verdict we did, actually before you and I teamed up, uh, back when it was Michael Knowles and me, we had an entire episode of verdict that was entitled, Who is Ray Epps? And, and you ought to go on YouTube, and, and it, was, it was episode 104 of verdict, Who is Ray Epps? And it followed questioning that I had done in the Judiciary Committee of senior officials at the Department of Justice and the FBI, where I asked them who Ray Epps was, and and if if he had been if he if he was an employee of the FBI if he was a confidential informant they refused to answer they stonewalled I asked the question did you have agents there they refused to answer they stonewalled I asked whether federal agents incited violence they refused to answer they stonewalled and so this has been a pattern for a long time and and now Merrick Garland is pleading ignorance that he has no idea what the Department of Justice involvement was in inciting violence or criminality on January 6th. I can tell you this is also in the wake of the Department of Justice losing the case they brought against the individuals that were charged with a plot to kidnap and murder the uh, Michigan governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer. And, and the basis of their losing was that the FBI had engaged in in entrapment that they had incited the criminality and so it's an Can you explain a little bit more what that means inciting criminality so people understand it? Well, law enforcement can't entrap you into committing a crime. In other words, if the police send an undercover agent to you and they say, "Hey Ben, there's a car parked on the street. It's got the keys in it. Why don't you steal that car?" Come on, Ben, you can do it. Just steal that car. Just hop in there, turn the keys, and take it. If they do that, that's an example of entrapment, where they're the ones, they're the impetus, they're the genesis for the criminality. And, and you might never have stolen the car otherwise. Uh, 
if it were not for the the law enforcement officer who who is prompting you to do it and and so it, it's a defense that that a criminal defendant can give is look this was the government's idea they entrapped me into doing it and the basis the the central defense of these defendants in michigan was that undercover informants for the fbi they're the ones who had suggested the plot they're the ones who drove it forward and and these guys were acquitted the charges were thrown out and the fact that the biden doj is caught with with absolute uh misconduct is really stunning and of course the corporate the the corrupt corporate media completely ignores it and, and it's exactly relevant to the question that was just raised about january 6 which is to what degree did the criminal conduct that occurred did the violence that occur on that day to what degree did law enforcement agents incite it or prompt it? And the reason there's so much focus on Ray Epps is he was caught on tape repeatedly saying, let's go into the Capitol, not just up to the Capitol, into the Capitol. And there's one point where his behavior was so odd that the entire crowd begins chanting, fed, 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 fed. And 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 so that's why I asked a senior senior leader at the FBI if Ray Epps was a fed, and she refused to answer that question. Merrick Garland now is pleading complete ignorance. He knows nothing of what happened on January 6, except for the fact that he has told Congress repeatedly that they've devoted more resources to prosecuting individuals involved with January 6 than any other matter in DOJ's history, which is truly a stunning misallocation of resources. But it's, it's, it's yet another example of how the Biden DOJ is about politics all of the time, and if you could target your political enemies, they're more than eager to do so. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it. And I can tell you, as someone that has asthma, making sure that I have clean air in my home is really important. This year alone, there were more than 35,000 wildfires that have devastated the U.S. And the toxins and the particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate your lungs, and it can threaten your health. We've also had a lot of ozone warnings and bad air quality warnings on top of that. And that's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification specifically for your home or your office. They just announced their biggest sale of the year. You can save a massive 30% off. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the U.S. Navy selected EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air in their facilities. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor. So you know your family's breathing purified air. I have one in my house. I have one in my bedroom. And it works. Now's the time for you to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a $250 savings right there alone. What's the website? EKPure.com. 
and use the promo code VERDICT. That's EKPURE, E-K-P-U-R-E dot com, E-K-PURE dot com, promo code VERDICT, and get the air quality that everyone deserves, EKPURE dot com. Senator, finally, there was one part that I really thought wrapped up just how bad uh, this back and forth was, this testimony before Congress uh, and, and the Justice Department oversight, when Merrick Garland was asked a pretty simple question and that's hey um why do you act like you're the president's lawyer that's not your job our job is not to do what is politically convenient our job is not to take orders from the president from congress or from anyone else about who or what to criminally investigate as the president himself has said and i reaffirm today i am not the president's lawyer i will add i am not Congress's prosecutor. The Justice Department works for the American people. Our job is to follow the facts and the law, and that is what we do. I I don't believe him. I think he's a pathological liar at this point. I don't think he can be trusted. And I think he's weaponized the DOJ and turned it into a weapon of the president of the United States of America, no matter what he says with his rhetoric there in those pre-scripted clear talking points. They knew this was a problem for them. And so that's why they had him say it this way. Well, John Mitchell is rolling over in his grave. John Mitchell was Richard Nixon's attorney general. He was indicted. He was prosecuted. He served 22 months in jail for his corruption. And John Mitchell never dared be as brazen as Merrick Garland. Uh, Merrick Garland, look, in the New York Times reported that Joe Biden, quote, told confidence that he wanted Attorney General Merrick Garland to stop acting like a ponderous judge and to take decisive action. Joe Biden knew exactly what he was getting with Merrick Garland. He was getting someone willing to use the weaponry of the Department of Justice to target his enemies and simultaneously willing to do whatever is necessary to protect the president, to protect Hunter Biden, to protect Democrats. And and I will underscore again, we've got multiple whistleblowers, career employees at the IRS who've come forward, two different whistleblowers, to say what Merrick Garland just said there is flat out false because the Department of Justice has systematically obstructed justice, obstructed the investigation into Hunter Biden and especially into Joe Biden. And so he can say over and over again, I'm not the president's lawyer, and yet he behaves exactly like he's the president's lawyer. Should this be an election year issue just the way that the DOJ has been weaponized and specifically Absolutely should Republicans yes. be targeting Merrick Garland for the way he's acting? Uh, the, the weaponization and politicization of the Department of Justice, of the FBI, of the machinery of federal government, I think is a major election issue. And it is a major reason to throw these clowns out because it has done more to undermine the rule of law that, than, than anything that 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 we have seen in in decades if ever don't forget that you can download verdict three days a week monday wednesday fridays plus our weekend review on saturdays hit that subscribe auto download button uh or the follow button depending on where you're listening plus in those in between days i'll keep you up to date on my podcast the ben ferguson podcast on the latest breaking news and we'll see you back here in a couple of days 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.